0: It's now time for Meocast, the official podcast of Meodia.com. Welcome in to Meocast episode 9, the real episode 9. A uh, few people on the boards. Uh, Dan's little prank may have caused some confusion, but Dan, how are you doing? You're joining us, as always.
1: Hey, I'm just back from vacation, so I'm ready to roll.
0: Alright, and the other Dan, the cooler one, is (laughs) what's
2: what's going on? I thought we were referring to them as Dang and Danner. Danner? Yeah.
0: Okay, well, Dang, welcome, Danner. (laughs) What's going on? Hey, Cody, that name's simpler. It stands out from the other
2: two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, David, it is.
0: and uh, That's good. Yeah, I'm red. What are you talking about? Code red speak up no no one can hear you dude no one can hear you maybe that's a good thing (laughs) 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 all right um now that we've introduced ourselves what games have you been playing we'll start with ding
1: uh again i've been on vacation so i've only had my uh psp and iphone but i have been playing some um words with friends on the iphone uh it's scrabble basically Pretty good if you have an iPhone or an iPod Touch. Uh, It's free, so you can check it out. I like it. I've also been playing a lot of Peace Walker. Uh, I thought I was at the end of the game because I thought I was about to fight the final boss, but then it's like, nope. So I'm 38 hours into that and still nowhere near the end. Oh, wow. And... uh. I finally uh, tried the uh, padapon 3 demo, which was uh, really cool. I like all the new improvements they made, so I'm looking forward to that this fall. All
0: right. All right, what about you, Danner?
3: I'm uh, playing MGS3 right now. I said in the last time I was on here, I said I was playing MGS2. So, yeah, I'm on MGS3 now because I got the uh, collection for the PS2. And a backwards compatible PS3.
0: Whoa. Damn, you're cool. What about you, yeah, Cody?
2: I, I have been playing, I've been replaying the old Driver series. Oh, wow. So, A lot yeah. of
0: retro gaming going on.
2: Well, yeah. I actually, uh, I tried playing Driver 2, but after a little while, the pop-in and the terribleness got to me. The terribleness. <laughs> well, it, it was so much fun when we had the game, and it was a new game, and it was fun, but going back to play it now is just terrible. Oh, you're just spoiled.
0: Well, no. Oh, uh,
3: yeah. oh sorry. I also uh, wanted to add in there, uh, Medal of Honor beta. I finally got it, and I see what you guys are saying. It's not very good. Yeah. It's Pretty boring.
0: Pretty generic. Yep. Well, yeah. Me, personally, I've uh, been playing a lot of games for you. Transformers, uh, that review's up. Lego Harry Potter, that review's up. I just put it up today. And I uh, finally got my hands on Toy Story 3. I've been playing that for a little bit, and it's actually it's a pretty fun game, surprisingly. It's not one of those just terrible knockoff movie games. It's actually legit. So there's that.
3: Wow.
0: Yeah. I played but, Toy
3: Story 2 on the PC, and that was pretty good. And that was a while ago, though.
0: Yeah, Toy Story 3 is it's really it's, – I've only put about an hour and a half in it, but it's really fun. And uh, look for a review for that going up probably Tuesday. I hope to have it up by then. All right. Time for some news. Moving straight into it, Sony says that the next Xbox or, or uh, Nintendo console will probably come out before the next PlayStation console comes out. So, that's uh, you know, it's kind of logical to, you know, expect that, and they came out later than the uh, pre- other two consoles. Did you got any thoughts on
2: this, guys? That's not surprising at all. Sony always takes their time with their consoles.
1: That's why they don't break Oh, there we go.
0: Ooh. There there blue, we go blue. with
3: that. Again. I w- I wouldn't go I wouldn't go that far. They they do break, just not okay. as much.
1: right. No, no, Nintendo has a good record. I think they make the most dependable uh, hardware.
3: Yeah, but also the least advanced hardware, so Yeah, it's kinda, not really
1: on
2: It's like yeah. saying that a light switch always turns the light on, but the rocket ship had a component fail.
1: Well, you know, we'll see with the 3DS. I think that's going to be a pretty advanced uh, piece of hardware.
2: So. Um, All right. So their handhelds going to be more advanced than their console. Yep. <laughs>
0: well, you may be right. It was well, across. I mean,
1: it did come out like five years afterwards, so I would imagine it should be more advanced than their console. All
3: right. Um. Yeah. Also, the uh, with the PS3. Um. I think they they, they they've been pretty successful. I mean, not, you know, they're not beating out anyone right now, but they're doing fine for themselves. Uh, you know, even though they're in the last place, they're, they're doing pretty well for having, like, the strongest system, at least from what people have said.
2: And I'm assuming that Microsoft is going to beat Nintendo out for the next system, the next console to come out, because they're just going to go for it, but I really hope they take the time to make sure the system isn't faulty this time. And they
0: include Blu-ray on it.
2: Well, yeah. And also, I really hope that Nintendo's next system at least has a DVD drive. Like, for reading regular DVDs. Because that was really stupid. Do
1: you really not have a DVD drive?
2: You cannot watch a DVD on the Wii.
1: Would you want to watch a DVD on a Wii?
2: Well, what if somebody buys the Wii thinking that, okay, all the consoles play like DVDs or Blu-rays or something, then they try to put it in and it just doesn't work.
1: Well, they're stupid because they didn't read before they made a purchase. That's their fault.
2: Damn, putting
0: it in this news. Yeah,
3: L- listen, though, listen. Yeah, it would be a nice thing because I have had my Wii on a different TV than some other, you know, like my ps 3 is on one TV and then I have a Wii on my other sometimes. So maybe I want to watch a DVD in there and I can't. I know, like, you're saying, like, oh, you know that when you buy it, but it's it doesn't make a difference because the system can read DVDs, it's just that they don't allow it to because people have hacked it to make it work. So oh, that's the whole oh thing. I didn't
1: know that. That's, yeah, 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 that's, yeah, yeah. I don't know why they, why they did that then.
3: They just don't allow it. It's just weird.
0: It is very weird. All right. Going on. Uh, the first... Details of Windows eight have been a leak. Now it's shooting for Ooh, ooh yes. And it's shooting according to the article which it was posted in was that they are shoot it's rumored to be coming out about mid twenty twelve, just before the end of the world, if you're keeping tabs with that. So
2: Well you know, the DOD is going to install Windows eight and then to end the world it's gonna crash and kill us all.
1: <laughs> Kinda. Of.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the... End of it. Except it's not going to become self-aware. It's just going to blow up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, there's some features in it. There's um an app-type store that's going to be out for it. There's also... Uh, it was... I can't remember. I, actually, I need to check that, but it was... It was referring to some sensors that could work for
2: Connect. so it's
0: going to be kind of... It's, yeah. It
2: could be using Kinect. type things. So yeah. everybody who really wants to... Uh, be minority report and shuffle things around on their desktop can look forward to something for that their
3: desktop
2: I said yeah. desktop
0: desktop He time not cop. said the word <laughs> All
2: right Uh-oh. you can play time cop too i'm sure that connect will allow you to like pick up a gun and yes to- now no, back connect. to
0: the future you can't back to the future the and you got your, your finger out oh yeah, okay, that's right. All right, finally, there's a new medieval game, m- medieval title coming for those of you that remember that bit of a hack and slash game from way back when. I barely remember that. Uh, remember that game? So it's kind of for those who care. That's some good news for you. all Anybody else want to weigh in on that? For move on.
1: It's made worry. by uh, Sony Cambridge, which they also did the Little Big Planet PSP game, and um, I think Buzz. Okay, might be wrong with that. So, uh, yeah.
0: Nice. So what you're saying is it has potential?
1: Yeah. Uh, I I don't think they've announced the system for it. So it might be a PSP or a PS3 title. Okay. But uh, I'm looking towards uh, finding out more information about it.
0: As are we all. All right. According to our very own Arthur, it's hockey. I'm going to say his last name even though he don't probably care for it quite weird last name but peace walker 2 according to Kojima, or the or something following it has as he's been talking about it so it could be well it could be on its way of course you know kojima he's never really he never really gives anyone a straightforward answer but i know uh, dan you being a huge peace walker fan what's your thoughts on this
1: well <laughs> i still haven't beaten the first one so um Yeah, I I don't think... I don't know how it ends, but I don't think there will be a Peace Walker 2. I think this is more like Metal Gear Solid 5. Right. I I agree.
2: The actual quote that he has is, the follow-up to Peace Walker is really something. It's a revolution game. (laughs) We're able to do what we couldn't do with Peace Walker, so two bits of information there. He calls it the follow-up to Peace Walker, so it's probably not going to be a next edition and he says it's a revolution game system wise which tells me it's going back to the consoles okay okay All
3: okay right. yeah, okay All right. yeah what uh do you guys think in uh ps3 are you guys thinking multi-platform you guys thinking next generation
2: platform it's
3: multi-platform. gonna be on the wii comma mark my words <laughs> yes
2: really can yeah. you like roll around your living room Amazing point of
3: control, dude. Just, just wait. Hold on, hold on. You don't roll around your living room with
2: a Wii game. What are you talking about? Have you never rolled around your living room playing a Wii game? Come on.
1: That's how I play. Hello? That's that's how I play Super Mario Gal- Galaxy. I just roll around. <laughs> wow. Maybe that's why I die so much. <laughs>
3: we can't we can't hit on the Wii for that anymore. Considering both other systems are following suit with their uh, Natal or Connect. Sorry. Yeah,
1: connect it. and move. Yeah. I mean everybody's oh. getting some I bush- say I say we can hate on all three. Okay. Yeah.
3: Well that's what I'm saying we can't
2: single out anyone anymore. But they were the first to do it. Yeah. 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 Everybody else just followed blindly.
0: <laughs> the blind leading the blind. Okay. Are you Dragon okay. Age fans. Oh, yeah. Dragon Ooh. Age fans.
3: Cricket. Cricket. Cricket.
0: Okay, well I guess I'm the only one. In this, in this group that was a Dragon Age fan. Dragon Age 2 has been announced, it's going to be early 2000, around 2011. March. Uh, March. So they said, okay, yeah, that's right, March. Comes out March 2011. I'm excited for it, because, you know, there's not been a whole lot of information revealed, but it's some play as a new character. It's, like, it's kind of like they're going more toward the Mass Effect route, or you choose a main female or a main male, and that's kind of you just kind of customize just a little bit here and there, which I'm all for. It worked for Mass effect.
1: Be, You can only be a human, and uh, your last name is Hawk, which is a pretty kick-ass name, if you ask me. Um, I prefer there, Flamingo.
0: <laughs> you would.
4: yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so but anyways,
1: um, I think they changed the art style. Um, or from what I've seen, I mean, I, that, those are just like... Um, concept pieces from the yeah. Game Informer article, but uh, it seems more self-shaded, I want to say. Is anyone else getting those vibes?
3: No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, I don't know. I, mean, I, I don't
2: care what it looks like, as long as it is better than it was. Right. I did they're not doing... like the first one.
1: They're going to... Uh, they're making all new combat, so I'm... Interested to see that. I, I still haven't played the first game. It's sitting on my shelf, and I've just been really busy Oh, yeah,
0: well, I, I, the combat definitely needed a lot of improvements. It was very Meh well, It the was bad
2: very... the storyline was Okay, it the first one though. I have to say my impressions were it, from it were that it didn't feel like a complete game it wasn't even that it didn't feel polished like a final product it felt like a broken beta kind of thing. I wasn't immersed in the story at all throughout the entire thing. It didn't pull me in. It had terrible, terrible gameplay. I I hated it. Uh,
1: I know the first one had a lot of trouble with development. It was in development for a lot of years. Maybe five. And um, so that might be... Uh, why you feel that way I think they they've learned a lot since the first one and they uh, I think the second one should be like you should look forward to it or at least like uh, don't uh, go in with like a negative preconception towards it
2: well I'm not going to go in negative I just you know within the first five minutes of playing the first one the controls themselves feel, Awkward and bulky and slow. The combat's yeah. what, did not you, what did you play on, bar. PC or consoles? I played on consoles. Now, I understand what you're about to say, that they, it's harder on consoles than it is on PC, but you can't tell me that, you know, it's better on the PC, so it's better overall. It's bad on the consoles. It's bad on the consoles. It's bad.
1: No, I, I was just going to say that the game was the... Ne- uh designed with the pc in mind it was not designed for consoles it was supported for consoles by a different company not bioware but by a contractor so i
2: did not know that thank you for letting me know so if bioware is actually developing the console portion for this one hopefully it'll be a heck of a lot better
1: yeah i i know the uh, console version sold a lot better than they expected it so i think they're gonna you know make it a focus just like mass effect Two.
0: Yeah, uh, please do. Exactly, I really hope that's the case too. All right, Dead Space Ignition is going to be a downloadable Dead Space 2 prequel, which will be available on the Xbox Live Arcade and PlayStation Network. Thoughts, fellas?
1: Yay! Good enough. <laughs> you know, All right. <laughs> it seems it seems like a lot of companies are doing this, uh, releasing like a DLC game, or not a DLC, uh, like a downloadable game. Before their big title comes out.
3: Well, well, can you give me some examples?
1: Yes. Uh, all right. So we have Dead Space. Then also uh, Red Faction Armageddon is going to do that as well. Um, okay. I, I remember, I, I remember guess Fable, you can, Fable 3, I
3: think, had the pub games or whatever.
1: Right, right. And there was also a Bionic Commando with Bionic Commando Rearmed.
3: And Marvel vs. Capcom, I guess, is like the re-release kind of thing. Yeah. They guess, re- you can kind of throw that in there.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we're seeing that a lot, and I think that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, giving your fans a bit extra and a bit earlier, so that, you know you can whet your appetite and then get in the full, uh, the full experience.
0: Yeah, it's a good, it's a, it's a good move to do that, like you said, because it really entices them to want to play the game, as it gives them something to kind of fill up some of the time before that game releases. All right, Michael Jackson game gets named and dated, and I don't know Red. Excuse me, Cody wants to tell us all about this.
2: <laughs> Alright, so the Michael Jackson game. Let me, let me uh, give you the date and a little bit of info first. But uh, the game is coming to pretty much every platform in this November. And I'm pretty sure it's going to launch on all the consoles, the DS, and the PSP. Uh no word if it's gonna be three D on the DS thing, but uh it's to it's it's going to feature numerous songs from the back catalogue, including Beat It, Billie Jean. It'll be compatible, compatible with compatible. the move. Complatible.
3: Complatipus.
2: Yes. (laughs) It'll be compatible with the PlayStation Move and Kinect. It's a dancing game. All right. So, basically, I have to say this because I have a feeling that people are going to latch onto it. So, I waited to tell you the name of it. It's going to be called Michael Jackson, The Experience. (laughs) Now, Michael Jackson is an icon. He's a huge star he also has a lot of bad media associated with him, and a couple of things in particular. So, the fact that they named it Michael Jackson the Experience, you know, that was that was a little bit of a red flag for me. Like, okay, that they could have thought better on that one, because Michael Jackson the Experience, all the bad rep he's gotten. And then it's going to be compatible with PlayStation Move and Connect, and it's going to be on the Wii. So you have motion controls, so you can really live out the Michael Jackson the Experience.
1: Now, is this the uh, Ubisoft game that was announced in the conference? Yes, this was the one where at the
3: end they play the Michael Jackson song and they go, "You can all go home now." Basically, that's all they, <laughs> they, did. didn't, they didn't show anything about it. Yeah, they okay. just kind of played a Michael Jackson song. Had some dancers come up and they go, yeah, "Okay, sure that's it." The We're Ubisoft. Good night. Go play laser tag.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Yeah, laser tag or something else. All right, I just
3: can't believe that they named it that. It's just attractive people running everywhere.
0: It's so original,
3: is it not? <laughs> All right, we have a spot. Why, are you talking about laser tag or are you talking about the Michael Jackson? I was
0: talking about laser tag.
3: That's not, I
0: mean, it's not a very original. It's not,
3: it's not named laser tag. It's named something else.
0: Oh, really? I thought um, it was named
2: Okay, yeah, we're getting off. We're getting laser through. tag, the experience. <laughs> yes, laser tag, the experience.
0: <laughs>
2: the experience like you've
3: been living out since tag. the early 90s. Now in your home.
1: Hey, you, can run hey your house. you know what? They they did it with 3D. They can do it with laser tag. <laughs>
3: we'll see. Yeah, I want to compare those, but let's move on.
1: All
0: right. Dan, I'm, uh, excuse me. Dang. Dang. Yeah, I
2: was gonna say. As, uh, well, we we have we have something first. What's we that? have the uh, the zombies DLC.
0: Oh yeah, I, I was going on. I'm, I what you didn't really finish. Man, it's getting all up and all right. So, I, I thought you, I thought you were skip ahead, man. I thought I, I, you were skipping ahead. You're jumping the gun, man. Calm down.
3: Everyone, just calm down. Chill, chill. I know, man. Go,
0: go ahead. Dave. <laughs> all right. Enslaved and Vanquished have release dates. Came uh, a bit of news came courtesy of Dan. So uh,
1: right. Uh, go ahead and. I'll take it from here. Um, yes. so Enslaved which is developed by uh, Ninja Theory which also did um, Heavenly Sword uh, their new game which is a multi-platform game for the PlayStation 3 and 360 is coming out in North America on October 5th alright and Vanquish which is Shinji Mikami's brand new game and you might know him the guy who basically made Resident Evil uh, he his new game vanquish the third person robot shooter is coming out on october 19th in the u.s and i believe october 22nd in europe and i'm looking forward to both of those games but i'm kind of bummed out they're so close together i was hoping at least one would be next year yeah everything i've heard on
0: vanquish has sounded like really cool
1: so i'm like really looking
0: forward to that Alright, Red Dead Redemption is getting zombies as if there's not enough zombies in games as it is. Uh, about be four new DLC packs, and it's going to be dropping um, in August. So, what do you guys think about this?
2: I think zombies are, you know, great. And World at War did something great when they put the map packs in with the zombies in them. But zombies should stay in zombie games. If you want to do uh horde mode or something like that with enemies, go ahead, but keep the zombies in the zombies games. Yeah. It's getting kinda of ridiculous.
1: Oh, you know, there were uh zombies in the World War Two, so I don't see what's wrong with having zombies in the late eighteen hundreds.
0: There were zombies in World War Two?
1: I thought uh video games were based on real life events. <laughs> <laughs> well Wow,
0: that case, that's news to me. I did not know there were zombies. I thought
3: I thought that Conan game was based on a true story.
1: Oh, it was. Um, he comes uh, from the, a what little about God of War. Yes, that's that's the true Greek mythology, and it's been degraded over time into what we now consider the. It was a new finding, you know, the Rosetta Stone and everything. It's all that. What, what about
2: infamous? Can can I control electricity with my hands? I don't Dude, think I visit, so. Dude, I
1: visited
3: Empire
0: City last week. What about cool. Fallout 3 and our super mutants running around?
2: Yeah, uh, when did the US get nuked? I'm pretty sure grass is growing outside. They, they fixed okay, it all. Don't okay. Worry.
1: That that is an alternate timeline. BP
2: all right, So everything. I think we're done with that.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah, jokes kind of ran its course. All right, split second. The hit racing game, if you want to call it that, is coming to the PSP this holiday season. I know Dan's a huge split-second fan. What do you think of this?
1: Right, I wanted to bring this to your attention because I've been playing sure. uh, a pretty decent amount of split-second. I'm on the 5th or 6th episode out of 12, and it's a really, really fun game. And I know it didn't sell that well. Uh, I think both uh, versions combined sold less than 80000 which, I mean, it was going against Red Dead, so it makes sense. But uh, it's a really good game that no one played. And I'm happy that they're doing a PSP version. Hopefully they can deliver the same experience. And I'm looking forward to it.
2: I didn't like the demo all that much. I can't really say much because I didn't play the full game. But eh. it didn't seem like an amazing game.
1: Well, I, I thought the demo was all right it's not fully representative because first of all the card they gave you it's pretty pretty slow and some of the faster cards you get just everything just gets crazy stuff blowing everywhere um, and some of the there's a lot of levels that's what I like about it there's a lot of different uh, tracks that you can race on and they all have huge uh, destructible uh, points. Like, one is where this um, giant towel, tower just falls down and um, you drive through the middle and jump with a bunch of rooftops. It's really awesome.
2: Well, I saw that and I played through some of that. The destructible environments are great, but I don't know. it. I like the feel of car-on-car combat, like burnout, Ooh, shoving so somebody into shoving somebody into oncoming traffic like burnout okay. 3 did it best.
1: I can Just see that. that. I I've, I've, I I I kind of yeah, I mean if you could actually nudge people into, you know, obstacles, that would be pretty cool. But uh, uh you know, people described it as the uh the opposite of burnout. In burnout, you you shove your opponent up uh, um sorry, you shove your enemies into
2: the environment.
1: The environment? And but in this you second- shove
2: the environment into your enemies.
1: Exactly. It's a different take.
2: Ooh
1: <laughs> It's a different take but it's really well implemented. Everything is really polished, like I love the menus and there's a bunch of stats. Online's fun. Um trophies are pretty uh, cool and pretty easy. I like easy trophies.
0: Alright. <laughs> Alright. We we good we are we good? i I think we're good on that that we're good all right the summer of arcade which is uh for the xbox live arcade some of arcade games have been dated in price who wants to share with our listening audience the glorious list of games and prices that are available during this little sale all
1: right i'll go since uh you all are fanboys (laughs) hey just kidding just kidding um so the sales, or I mean, the, uh, the summer arcade starts on July 21st with Limbo, which is a beautiful uh, third, or I'm sorry, uh, side scroller. And then we have Hydro Thunder Hurricane on July 28th, and every week afterwards, it's followed by Castlevania Harmony of Despair, which is I'm looking so much uh, like that game is gonna be amazing. It's about time we had a, a great 2D Castlevania game on consoles. Uh, f- we're also getting Monday Night Combat on August 11th. Um, that's that's a very interesting mix of defense of the a- ancients and uh, first person shooter. If you guys played any Dota games,
2: yeah, right. No.
1: Well, oh, or finally we finish off with uh, a aircraft in the Guardian of Light on August 18th.
4: Yes. And,
1: uh, if you purchase all five games, just like last year, you get a 1,200 Microsoft Points discount. So basically, you buy five, you get one for free. So you only pay for four. Yeah. Or also, if you buy three, you get 400 points off. And I think that's what two dollars, three.
0: Uh, I don't know how the Pulp point system works. I've never used the Xbox Live Arcade. Oh, oh. Ooh-hoo-hoo. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll close the news with something. Frog splash. Excuse me. Danner. I us I get Danner and Dang mixed up quite often. Uh, Danner. Danner. That Dan R is wanting to bring up is uh some Back to the Future. We're, we're going back, frog. Yes, we're going back.
3: I. They better release this game uh, November fifth. That'd be the the best possible release date.
2: November fifth. Well, tell us a little about it, dude.
3: Yeah, you're you're, you're wait. wait don't you don't know. get the November fifth reference. November fifth, nineteen fifty-five. November fifth, nineteen eighty-five.
0: I'm sorry, I had, you, you, had, you guys had, I aren't
3: picking up on this. Fraud. These are the
0: these are the Tanner. key
2: dates in history of of Back <laughs> hey, to the Future.
0: You said November. Not everybody
2: knows the dates that they went to in back to the future you might have to explain it a little I'm bit I'm
3: sorry no one can be as cool as me but
0: or have no we, life however you want to see it
3: as cool as me that's how i want to see it back to the future the game coming out it's being released by okay oh who is it the uh yeah somebody help me out here it's uh, the guys that did like salmon and max and stuff uh, I think. telltale Telltale. That's it. Yeah. So I'm not sure how that'll be. I mean, they're doing like that's like a point and click kind of, you know, point and click adventure kind of thing. I'm not really a big fan of that, but uh, I don't really see how else you can really do back to the future. You can't make it a shooter, which is Ghostbusters
1: had that advantage where you can just it could be you know, a racer where you pilot a flying train,
0: it could you be, can, a, yeah, you it could be a, a survival hoverboard. horror. The timeline has been skewed beyond belief.
3: What I've said before Ugh. is I feel like like actually something like uh, heavy rain controls would be something you can do where, I mean, if you mess something up in the past or you drop something somewhere in the past or something, you come back to the future and it's different.
1: You know, like uh, Singularity did that really cool. Um, you could go back in the past and change events. And when you went back, came back from the past, like the entire level would just be drastically different. I thought that was pretty
3: yeah. Well, like... Yeah, I would like. They also have set up some uh, scenarios for the game already. They've released some like ideas of what people can expect. Asking what people want and stuff. So I don't know. You really, this game could be very bad, or it could be like you know actually surprisingly good, kind of like Ghostbusters did. How like you know there wasn't a Ghostbusters game forever, and then out of the blue they make one and it's pretty good because they could take their time on it. They're not being rushed for any sort of movie deadline. That's always the way to go. Yeah,
0: absolutely excited. All right, well, that, that concludes the news. Now we're going to move on to Dan's favorite segment, the game releases and upcoming game releases. Dan, it's all yours, man.
1: All right, this week is uh, pretty weak. We have Dragon Quest Nine: Sentinels of the Starry Skies for Nintendo DS. All right. That's the uh, next uh, game in the Dragon Quest franchise that's massively popular in Japan. Uh, from what I hear, it's very good. Okay. And then we We also have uh, NCAA Football Eleven, featuring my all-time favorite player, Tim Tebow.
0: Oh God!
1: Interesting story. I actually almost ran him over during my freshman year in college.
0: Yes. that's awesome.
1: <laughs> I I'm I'm being serious. I you wouldn't have heard him.
0: He's the the direct son of uh, God himself. <laughs> he, would lived, car he was your car. Yeah.
1: Well, he was actually on uh, his little blue scooter and I was lost because it was my, the first week of school. So I did not see him and I was looking at the buildings and I almost <laughs> crashed into him.
0: Almost. So was, whole, what do
3: you mean by almost? Like how how did, how is was this an almost situation? Like what did you do?
1: I, or, well, my friend who was sitting in the car next to me, he was like, dude, watch out. And I swerved and I went off the road into the ditch to avoid him. You know, uh, I how, can't hated,
0: how hated would you have been if you would actually hit him?
1: I I would probably <laughs> be lynched. But uh, he was a really nice guy. He was really cool about it. And uh, I think I still have his autograph somewhere. So um, that's my little fame story. All Even right. though sports are lulls for you. Yeah, uh, but you know what? I enjoy college football. That's about the only sport I enjoy watching. Okay, <laughs> so this year, or I'm sorry, this week, the DS has the brunt of the uh, games. We start off with Disney's The Sorcerer's Apprentice, starring everyone's favorite Nick Cage. Um, and then we move no on to <laughs> we move on to Astro Invaders, which is a Asteroids, right? It's it's just like asteroids, right? Right. It's a reimagining of uh, the popular Asteroids game back in the arcade. Um, then we move on to Paws and Claws Regal Resort. Now, I think there's this like game a, there's like a, a a dog with a pink cape on that one. No, um, I think this game can give uh, that vampire game from last podcast a run for its money for best cover. <laughs> oh,
4: there's man. a
1: parrot with there's a parrot with a suit. <laughs> All right, let's, let's
2: let uh, let's let Dang describe this here.
1: Okay, so in the middle we have a Dalmatian wearing a crown and a, a golden cane. To his <laughs> uh, left there is a cat wearing a tiara and a pink cape. And to his right, uh, a rabbit is wearing a dinosaur hat. And there's also a parrot in the background wearing a tuxedo. <laughs> <laughs> wow,
2: <laughs> I think I think we need to buy this game just to uh test it out and give our impressions because really that that kind of ridiculousness warrants checking out. Yeah, all right. Keep rolling with releases. And, uh,
1: I assume this is a uh, Nintendo's clone. Finally, I'm sorry Art's not here because he would love this game. We finish off with Nursery Mania. I know you know Art needs some help taking care of his kids, and this game is just for him. It's an arcade puzzle game for the Nintendo DS where you can take care of your own baby. All right, yeah.
0: yeah. There's always a That's DS all. game for
1: Art. <laughs> it's his console. What can I say? They made it just with him in mind.
0: All right, all right, we're good. All right, that's all the game lists we have. Yep. All right, da da. All right. Now, Fra um Danner is going to bring up our topic of the week since it was his idea to do this one. So, introduce the topic of the week for us, man.
2: All right.
3: So, timelessness of games. Is there it this generation? Is there any timeless games that you guys can think of?
0: Once you started off, you have had time to think about it.
3: Okay, um, I honestly, in, when I look at past generations, I, I see a lot of timeless ones. You know, you can look at your Mario's and you know your Megamans and things like this. It seems like a lot more of the two D ones are the more you know ones you can keep playing for you know decades. When you look at like the more recent generations, there's very few in my opinion. I mean, if you can look at something like God of War. Let's say like God of War One, God of War Two people would probably rather play, you know, God of War 3. You know, given the opportunity, I feel like a lot of people just skip right to that one because they don't like having those, you know... I mean, the graphics are good for the PS2, but, you know, they have that new God of War collection, so I guess this kind of ruins the argument there. But, you know, like, if if somebody were to play God of War 3, they would be fine with that. They would have that one because it looks better. And I think, like, the graphics of 3D graphics have kind of ruined the timelessness for games because people are always looking for the next big thing, whereas the old look was so simple that you know, anyone can play it and not really care about how it looked. The only thing more recently that I feel like has enough charm to be a timeless game is probably Portal. I feel like that is one that can be played for the next 30 years and people will still like it. It's really the only one I could think of at the moment.
1: I think a big thing is the art style. Uh Legend of Zelda Wind Waker will always be timeless for me because the art style is never going to look bad. I mean, it's going to be SD, sure, but the game doesn't, I mean, it ages really well, unlike, say, uh, Twilight Princess, which guaranteed 10 years from now it's just going to look terrible.
3: Mm hmm.
0: Right.
1: uh,
3: yeah, I still think you know, like the any like side scroller game. I feel like that is always going to look timeless. It's not going to age. I
2: I haven't had a lot of time to think about this, but in terms of timeless games, I think a uh, little big planet with Sackboy is going to earn a spot in people's minds as something timeless, like Mario's the icon kind of thing. And Mario will always be Mario. I think no matter what they do with it, uh, people are gonna see Sackboy and think back to Little Big Planet. And I think people are going to be playing that game or iterations of it for a while.
3: Hey, again, though, um, with Little Big Planet, it's another side scroller. And what what do you do in that game? You jump. Right. That's, that's what you do. Those kind of simple things, that's what makes it so timeless to people. If you look at something like, you know, like I said, with Portal, all you have are these two different colored uh, orbs or whatever you shoot out at the wall and it creates a big portal, you know, hence the name. It's just that really, you know, two simple things that you got to worry about when you're playing that game. That's all you got to worry about. And you do it and you have fun. And that's what makes it so timeless for people. I, I guarantee you know, if I show my kids that, you know, ten years from now, you know, twenty years, from whenever I have kids, um, they could have that. They could play that, and they can have fun.
2: Okay. Do you think that the way games are going, I there's still games like Portal and games like Little Big Planet, and there are a bunch of PSN games and stuff that really take that old time charm back. Do you think? The, the games in general are turning away from stuff like that?
3: They're turning away from re releases? Or what do you think? Well, saying? they're like-
2: turning away from the kind of gameplay that you're saying makes everything timeless. Do you think they're they re- ha- turning away they- from the side scroller? Because I feel that they are. They have
3: been. They have been. Until recently, you look at things like uh, New Super Mario Bros., you look at Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, like the Sonic the Hedgehog 4 that they're coming out with. I think it's making a comeback. I mean, if you look at E3 also, they show it off. Um, Nintendo's especially doing this. Um, they're showing off uh, Donkey Kong. And they're showing Kirby. off Kirby. Kirby, yeah, which both look good to me. And, you, I mean, one of the big things I, I think is making them re-release these things is because of the fact that they have those graphical limitations with their system. So they do have to do that. However, I feel at the same time they're realizing that there's people out there that like these old things, um, whether it be nostalgia or whether they just like how simple the games are. But there's people buying them. You, you can look at Mario. I know Mario already is going to be selling because it's a Mario game. But I think that there's that classic charm about you know running left and right and jumping that's just fun, and it's just something that can attract anyone.
2: All right, so of all the huge games... This generation, you know, barring the ones we've already said, what do you think is going to have the most drum? What are people going to continuously go back to and play after this generation is over? I mean, people
3: might say um, Modern Warfare, but they're just going to come up with another, you know, Call of Duty game or something that they're going to do. People move on. There's enough shooters out there to where you could find one to replace the old one. So, I I mean,
1: Porto is a shooter.
3: Yes, but it's not. I'm talking about in terms of like you know, Call of Duty's known for its online, and I, with with Portal, I, it's just it's it, it is a shooter, but it's more of a puzzle game that you. It's a
2: different experience.
3: It is a very different experience. It's, it's you're not doing like a you're not going to be in a war or anything because you know they're going to keep on making these you know, these war shooters forever. Everyone's always going to have that with Portal. There's something very unique about it that people will always want to go back to, and I feel like actually even all the. Um, Valve games. I mean, I'm not, you know, a Valve fanboy or anything. I'm far from it. But I feel like a lot of their games are very um easy to play. Just for for, you know, I mean, I I was playing uh, Half-Life 2 the other day. Um it, it's, it's an old game, but it's it still holds up and it beats out most of what are around today.
1: Well, I think BioShock would also fall in fall in the category. Um not as much for its gameplay, but more for it's uh sort of i don't know um theological points and how it really really like made you think about why you play games
2: all right
3: i, I suppose yeah I, I can see that because bioshock is pretty different from um most shooters out there it you know there's much other many other things about it that make it unique that aren't found in most of the shooters so I still think that simplicity is number
2: 1 when you talk about time being timeless. You got I'm going to use that point because okay. I think like the way you were saying, I don't think I'm not going to try to narrow it down to a specific game, but I think the racing games from this generation are going to be revisited by people long after the generation is done far more than anything else. I disagree.
3: I mean, I th- I kind of disagree because you're always gonna have a Gran Turismo six and, stuff like, and like a Motor Storm five and a Split Second three or whatever you are gonna have whenever the generations. I'm, I'm going. gonna have
1: to agree with uh, with uh, Danner because there's so many racing games out there. I mean, just there's so many. Um, just look at last month; we had like two releases in this two-week span. I get what yeah, you guys are There are different saying.
0: kinds of racers, though. Right, I mean, those are arcadey. I just, I just see, I see GT five being that one, that one for this generation. Because I just don't, I can't envision there being a Grand Turismo six just that uh, uh, comes out again this generation.
1: I'm just saying. I mean, there's been three fours, There's been, you know, Project Gotham Racing, a bunch of other simulation. needs for Speed Shift, I guess, that would count as well. And there's, se-
3: and there's sequels to all of them.
1: Right, exactly, and there's so many simulation games. There's so many arcade racing games. There's off-road ones. There's come on. There's freaking three motor storms within like five years of each other. Yeah, I mean, there, well, there's that sequels
0: everything, though. I mean, you can't just you can't use that as a, a knock. Yeah, case. yeah, I was actually gonna
3: yeah I was gonna throw that in there like saying like, well, do we really have to worry about timelessness if we're gonna have sequels to all these things in the future? You know, it, there is that argument too.
0: Well, I think some of the more story driven games you can't have that timelessness because they won't it, it won't be that same story.
3: Again. Oh, yeah, Metal Gear, like Metal Gear is something that I, you know I think a lot of people have revisited, um, you know, following like four before they got four and so like and like Peace Walker's out coming out now. Like that's I'm playing MGS three right now, so like I'm sure I'm not the only one that's going back and playing some of this stuff. You know, it, when you have these big epic long stories that aren't contained in the one game, when you have you know, a huge, continu- yeah, a huge continuation, like with like God of War or something like that. People are going to want to go back and play those ones. But
1: but then again, we'll- they did remake um, Metal Gear Solid 1 as the Twin Snakes. So what stops them from remaking all the other ones? Yeah. I mean, they could be, you know, the 3DS could come out with the 3D version of Metal Gear Solid 3. Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, um, Here's another one, kind of, I guess. Uh, fighting games, I feel like, you know, if you look at, like, Marvel vs. Capcom 2. I know they're coming out with Marvel vs. Capcom 3, but that game has had legs for a long time. There's always been a fan base for that since it released. So I feel like these fighting games, people like to get accustomed to, like, the way they control and the way oh. ev- everyone works in them, so they try to fine-tune, you know, their skills to that particular game and play it for a super long time.
1: If you notice, there's actually been a resurgence in 2D fighting games uh, that started with um, Street Fighter 4. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that, it was a lot more about you know Soul Caliber and Tekken.
3: Yes, but at the now, same time, I feel like all of those have their own fan bases to them. I feel like Street course, Fighter has its I own. Mean, it, I feel like the Street Fighter guys, though, like you know, I'm sure they'll play Street Fighter Four for a long time, and I'm sure there's also people that like Street Fighter Two most of all, and they're going to keep playing that even though it's such an old game.
1: But I'm I just mean, saying, there a lot of developers are trying to go back to basics. Uh, looking at Street Fighter Four, looking at Mortal Kombat, that's a great example. How they pretty much ditched everything. So, yeah, I mean they
3: are trying to go back to the roots with the Mortal Kombat. I don't know. You guys want to have anything else to say?
0: Trying to think. I mean,
2: go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) No, no, David, you first. Uh, I really he says he's
0: thinking. Yeah, you got nothing. I got nothing. I was, trying to think. Yeah. I was trying to throw some words out there to fill in some space, but I couldn't think of nothing.
3: So I just started... Well, I, think, I think we're all counting out one timeless game that I'm pretty sure is going to be on for a long time, and that's World of Warcraft.
0: Oh, uh, yeah. See, I, I was bringing that up earlier, but I, I just... Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know if it was proper.
2: Yeah, I think I, I, the only think reason that's timeless, though, is because, well, first of all, Blizzard is awesome with putting out content for people, but also, there are users who are... Straight up addicted to that, so they're not going to leave no matter what happens. And not Look, only can that, you, th-
1: can you count that? that as a timeless game? Like fifteen years from now, if you want to go back and play it, and you know, all the servers, servers are shut down, or you know, ninety five percent of the people don't play it anymore.
4: How are you going to play point. that game?
1: That is a
3: good point. Um, I don't know how long they're going to do. Yeah, I guess that does kind of ruin the timeless.
4: Well,
0: if they keep turning out expansion packs, there's no reason for them to shut down. the that, That's oh, what I was going
1: uh, to say. Cataclysm is confirmed to be the last uh, expansion pack for uh, WoW. I yeah, doubt it.
0: That, yeah, that game's been going for about five years now. Strong.
1: Well, that's what Blizzard said themselves. They said Cataclysm is the end of WoW. I mean, it's the last. They're not gonna, you know, turn off the servers, but they're they're gonna shift their attention into, uh, I guess, I don't know, WoW World 2. of
0: Starcraft. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow!
2: Yeah, it'd, it'd be something. Uh, but yeah, I, mean, I, I, I just wanted to where say, where will people that.
0: go?
3: Where will people go that play that are addicted to WoW once WoW is over with? I don't. It's like it's like if a, a crack addict all of a sudden find out the world <laughs> ran out of crack, it'd be like, oh. oh my god, what are we gonna do?
0: That's a terrible Star
3: Wars: The Old Empire. Yeah,
0: what was that?
3: Oh, I'm, I don't think that's gonna be a replacement for people. I mean, there is gonna be a, an MMO replacement, but I feel like people so attached to wow that there's there's people that will never stop having you know I guess I don't know if you call it fun anymore sometimes people get addicted you're
2: going to you see know- a bunch of uh, really really white fat kids walking around the street just looking up at the sky <laughs> what is this place
4: what is that
2: uh, I'm sorry that was, that was a little bit mean but <laughs> no I mean
3: World of Warcraft players aren't all like I mean there are a lot of people like that that are addicted and pretty crazy that don't go outside but I mean, there's people that <laughs> it's true yeah. but there's 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 also sane people that play it, yeah, and you know there's there's more than people think too are, not everyone that plays that game is a total you know gnome yeah. that just sits there
1: right yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, my old roommate was an addict, I mean, he pretty much dropped out of school because of the game, which is a shame, but um. He was like a jock. Uh, just if you look at him, he was a jock. And I, when I heard that he was uh, first heard that he was playing WoW, I was like, "Really?" Oh, it's a casual game, man. I mean, it's a
3: hard. It's, you know, you can get hardcore playing with it, but it's it's a pretty inviting game to, you know, people that aren't normally gamers.
2: All right. So, closing comments, you guys. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I think we've. Uh, your, yeah, your contribution has been epic in this, David. We've, we've done. Yeah, this no, I've, I've been kind of lurking and jumping in when I felt that was appropriate. I'll let y'all take the show. Yeah, I it quite I well. Think my last thing that I want to say, time. I think the last thing that I want to say is that the timelessness of the game is going to be individual, and what I mean by that is people are going to revisit games that they love, and games yep. that they love are going to be games that are simplistic that they can go back to, and they have to be something that's unique that's going to bring them back.
0: Yeah, it's it's all in the eye of the the beholder. I mean, someone can find some game you would not think that, you know, you would think would be worth revisiting, and they would just, you know, go back and keep playing and keep playing and keep playing it. Like chess. (laughs) (laughs) Like Like (laughs) hopscotch. Baseball.
1: Oh, 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 oh. You know, pretty soon we're going to be playing games where we play games in them.
0: (laughs) That's awesome.
2: We already do that.
0: Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. I, you know, we kind of should have included
3: Grand Theft Auto in that discussion. I feel because <sighs> people still play Vice City. Ask James.
2: <laughs> well, I, I know, I know that, and I've revisited Vice City. I don't think Grand Theft Auto 4 was a great game, but I just don't think it has the same magic. Oh,
4: it I does think not Vice hold does. at all.
2: Yeah, it does
3: not hold believe up. Believe me. Yeah, I know what you're saying with Grand Theft Auto 4. I don't think it has that sort of. Uniqueness to it to where people will be playing it while a while from now. But if they ever did another Grand Theft Auto, perhaps Chicago, that's what I would be hoping.
2: Just because you live there.
3: Yeah, I know. Or maybe, you know, they do another Vice City. They can do another Vice City also. I don't know. I feel like they can do something with that. The open world (laughs) thing.
2: Canada. Right. (laughs) Open worlds, you know,
3: (laughs) yeah, open worlds tend to give people a lot to do with them. So you can take a long time to explore
0: even decades. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll,
3: That's the end of that discussion.
0: Yeah, we'll we we'll close on that. That, that. that was solid. I like that. That was a good talk. A good powwow. Yes,
1: yeah, we love when you don't talk.
0: I know. I, I love when I don't talk either. <laughs> Makes it easier on me. I need to stop
2: hey. talking. As, as soon as we finished speaking, that that was great. You guys did all the work. I just sat <laughs> back and relaxed. We should do that more often.
0: I probably <laughs> talked about five percent of that whole topic.
2: I'm okay. I wouldn't I, give you five.
0: Okay, I got, I got at least five. All right, move on to some housekeeping. Wait, you guys want to give me any shout-outs before we uh, move on? Mr. On? Superman here. What? <laughs> um, Mr. Superman
2: here. I want to give a shout-out to one of our uh, awesome news guys without mentioning him by name. He's moving right now, so just wanted to wish him luck with that. Okay. I, I would
3: like to shout out to uh, you know this whole podcast endorses uh, Frog Splash forty five and the uh, SGM election on uh, the Miodia boards. Oh, we all we, we all uh,
2: endorse
1: him. We all we all endorse him. Everyone on the show. Mm-hmm. I endorse the chimpanzee, the Frog Splash. <laughs> There's right. no chimpanzee All running. right, no all right,
2: chimpanzee. all right, all right, all right. Shut up. Okay. So, guys. You you know what to do, right into the show, you know, follow us on Twitter, give us good ratings on iTunes so we can make it look like we have a really good podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Looks looks are deceiving. Well, yeah. That's kinda why we bring uh Danner on the show. Danner. <laughs> I really like that. It reminds me of uh Tanner from the old driver games.
1: Yeah, Danner Dan and Dang. Dang and Danner. You know, before, before we uh, before we go I just have to comment on that amazing picture that you uh, you you have uh, Dan oh uh,
3: yeah the yeah big it, frog or frog frog boss
2: well I it just just to explain it for a second for you all it's Kermit in uh, well big boss yeah. clothes and beard and with the
1: eye patch, patch. Eye patch. <laughs> a little Barrett it's just amazing.
2: Yeah, it's a perfect just... Christmas gift for your kids.
0: Yeah.
2: Available on shelves
0: November comes on. with an,
2: an authentic 9mm pistol.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and a it chimpanzee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, it's been a blast. Yeah, it's
0: been a blast. It's been fun. Sitting the,
2: back and guys, to this, you guys is, talk. this is our last single-digit episode. Yeah. And then,
1: you know, episode and, 10
2: is the Drunken
0: Podcast.
1: That's right. We're gonna get hammered.
0: Oh yeah, I got, I got, I got. I'm, stock, I'm stocked. I'm gonna
1: stock up. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. long awkward uh, stock up. It's okay. We can get some apple juice. Danner. All
2: right.
1: Okay.
0: Yeah. I I think. Yeah. All All right. Right. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Hey, David Stevens here. Right quick before we close things off for good, a little bit of a treat for you listeners. Uh, our very own Dan Rimkus. Uh, after the podcast, we got together, had a little fun uh, made a couple prank calls, so we'll gonna leave you as we close off with a brief clip of one of the prank calls. Hope you guys enjoy and tune in next week for mealcast episode ten later
4: I my bad i I hear that you can um you play your games without playing your games like you can play them without actually doing it or something um with Kinexer, um yeah, um you'll be just moving and then um a character will will copy uh, as you move. Okay, so like, controller. is there going to be, like, a Halo game where you can dance? Oh, maybe, sir, um, after some time, because um, it's just going to be out on November, the Kinect. So I can play, like, Call of Duty, and I can, like, dance with my TV and play Call of Duty. Mm, I don't think so, sir. <laughs> I don't, why not? Why, why not? I don't get it. Because uh, you'll be playing with guns, sir, and then um, you're going to dance. Why not? I don't. That's how I do it in my country. We love like <laughs> dance. Oh, maybe you can do it, sir. Maybe. Okay. Well, I have played other game before where you can actually dance on your opponent after you kill them. Like I've seen that, that happen. They like to call oh, it okay, sir. like have you have you heard of like the teabagging that people do in these games. Mhm. You know what I'm talking about, correct? Yes, sir. So can you, like, um, can you teabag? Is there going to be teabag mechanics in the next Call of Duty? Um, is, is there going to be what, sir? Can I, like, kill someone in Halo and then run up to them and do a dance over the dead body? Maybe, um, we can try that. Um, you can try that if ever you purchase uh, the new 360S and then I'm purchasing also the Kinect well can you can you talk to your your supervisor or something and make this happen because it is always been a dream of mine to dance on my dead corpse of my enemy
0: thanks for listening to this week's episode of meocast which is the official podcast of Meodia.com. be sure to find your way back over to Meodia.com for next week's episode